Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of Impractical Theorists. Today we're going to be talking about movies and TV and TV and kind of how it um, shaped our childhood and how it kind of still is shaping society today. Um, we're going to talk about our favorites and our least favorites, and yeah. And I, and I think you know it's fair to bring up like impactual uh, movies and TV shows that like. I don't know, people share it as, like, a collective, as a society as well, you know? Yeah. Because, like, you have, like, um, like, I brought up earlier, Game of Thrones. That was, like, a big one. Like, and I know it kind of just disappeared off the face of the earth as quick as it was, like, a big thing. As soon as it was over. Right. But, like, for, I don't know, what, was, like, seven or eight years? Eight years. That yeah. was, like, oh, my, Game of Thrones. Like, like, bro, are you watching Game of Thrones? Like, I, and I got on the bandwagon really late. I think I started it, like... I started watching it whenever, like, season seven had come out. Same. Yeah, and, me too. But, I mean, it was awesome. It was a fucking badass show. I know that there's a lot of discrepancies on the end. I know that you and I have different opinions on it. I think it was trash to a point. Like, I get that they kind of wrapped it all up in the best way that they could. I just, well, I don't, I think it left a lot to be desired. Yeah. It did, but at the same time, it's like they had to end it somehow. Right. But I do think that they should have carried on for a couple more episodes right like you know? I, I, I i'm pretty sure that i read somewhere that they had gotten an offer to do i think 10 episodes instead of eight and they turned it down and i'm like <laughs> right. that was where you fucked up bro you should have uh you should have taken that offer because i think that they could have explained a few things a little bit more uh and i think maybe it should be fair to say spoiler alert this whole episode could be a spoiler alert for anything that we have watched or want to talk about oh if yeah you wanna if you want to see one of these and we start talking about it and it's like Oh, like, I don't want this to be ruined. You might want to, like, skip ahead a little bit yeah. or whatever. So, just, like, fair warning. Spoiler alert. Um, but, like, the whole decision to kill Daenerys was, like, it was, like, an ep- like not even a full episode decision. It was almost, like, an afterthought. Yeah, like, it was just, like, it was, like, you realize when she burns down, like, she burns down King's Landing, and then Jon Snow's like, well, now I gotta kill her. Like, right. Um, and I don't, I feel like, you know, you miss out on that internal turmoil of him murdering his lover, even though it was, like, his relative, which is... His aunt. Yeah. Wasn't it his aunt? I, uh, it might have been. Yeah, I think yeah. maybe. But, like, point being is that it was, like, there was a lot of incest in that show anyway, yeah. so it's kind of like, well, <laughs> oh, well. <laughs> but, you know, like, stuff like that, or, like, we were, um, you know, growing up, like, The Simpsons, um... Futurama, and then, like, later on in life, got to, like, Family Guy and South, oh, South Park being a really, really big one of, like, Park was our great. generation, like, growing up watching South it. Park was, South Park is kind of an anomaly, though, because they started in, like, 96? It might have been earlier than that. I think it, I maybe it was, it was 94, maybe? I'm gonna, her, I'll Google it real quick. It was in the really early 90s. Like, yeah. really, really, really early and 90s. And they are still going to this day. Right, and it's... And it's still funny and entertaining. Super funny and, yeah, it's always relevant, too, which I love. Uh, Most people don't like South Park because it's so gross. (laughs) You're right. It was 97. 97. Yes. I usually never forget a year that a movie came out because usually I watch new new releases as they come out. So, like, I I don't know. For some reason, I have this weird, like... Almost like Rain Man ability to <laughs> to tell you like what year the movie. I'll be at least like a year or two within the vicinity, but most of the time I'm right. But like I guess I wanted to do this episode. I I don't know how you feel. You can say that in a minute. Um, but I wanted to do an episode like this because I absolutely love anything TV movies. I grew up watching TV. You know what I mean? Like just with Nickelodeon and. Um, I mean, MTV, after a while, they had all those good, like, reality Ugh. shows, Room Raiders, and, uh, just all the different things, or, like, um, I don't know, and I've always been a huge, uh, horror movie buff, like, super, I've probably seen, like, most of them, <laughs> like, most of the ones that were, like, at least semi or super popular, I've probably seen them. Like, A and B rated movies. Yeah, oh, yeah. Absolutely. And because I still, I'm still watching it. Like now I'm starting to go back to like the older films from like the 70s and 80s that are like, 
you know, the big classics and yeah, stuff. Yeah, of course. Because it's like, I don't know, sometimes you have to be in a mood to watch them, though. Because they're, like, so out of your time, you know? Like, so you have to kind of, like, be in the mood. You're for, like, I really want to watch this right now. Yeah. Like, because otherwise I just can't, I don't really enjoy, I don't enjoy them as much as, like, brand new movies. Right. Um, because, just because of the cinematography, you know what I mean? Just be, from the the difference in... Um, the camera work and like how everything how it, is like, how it like looks yeah you know and how much more um, you're talking about like defined things are now and I don't know it's just totally different right well I mean it, and I think that it was like um I, I think a fair point in that is like movies from like the 70s and 80s like so we've gone through you know the the start of the like what is it I don't know probably like 20, 1920s is when we start having moving moving so. pictures yeah moving and pictures. black and white and there were silent films then you go into the black and white but there you have uh you know vocals now and then you go into technicolor like I feel like that at that point in time they you know uh they had developed like you know, better animatronics and makeup and, um, I don't, you know, so see, and like, I, and it's, it all was like, it was like not necessarily new, but they had the most creative capital and they yeah. were like able to really push the limit of, I mean, like we were, you know, specifically horror, but like all different kinds of movies. So like movies from the seventies and eighties, it's like, sometimes it's a little cheesy and a little cringy, but at the same time, yeah, you're yeah. just like, that was like, that was like the best of the best. Yeah, that's true. That is really true. But then I think that the 90s really started with the CGI. Yes, that was in the 80s. That's I, a really good point. I think Jurassic Park was one of the first movies to have, like, the awesome CGI. And it really actually, is, like, super still, good. still to this day, yeah. Like, I literally just watched, like, I had, like, a, I don't know why, just, like, a random Jurassic Park marathon a couple weeks ago. And I was watching it, like, you really can't tell tell the difference, really. I mean, they actually look real. Yeah. Like, they really do. And, like, bravo, 90s CGI. <laughs> like, right, it's really for, like, a long yeah. way. And to think about, like... I mean, like, shit, that's been 30 years. Yeah. You know? And I feel like now some of our, um, like, I don't know, they, I don't think they technically use what's called CGI now. But, like, whatever they use now, sometimes I feel like is less realistic than some of that sometimes 90s, yeah you know yeah i mean i think you know you have some things that are like really good at you to compare to like back around game of thrones has really good cgi or you know really really good the, oh, yeah, the, the dragons right but i mean like i i do 100 percent agree with what you're saying in the sense that you watch a movie and if the cgi is bad you're just like no yeah like it's like no like yeah. wait, this is 2021 god damn it like you're yeah. gonna be better to be fucking flawless <laughs> yeah, you have the technology yeah. and i think that that's what's so classic about older movies is that they didn't this was really a lot of basic beginner primitive stuff you know something that i've noticed though about like um indie movies as of late is that like the less popular or slash indie movies um they're starting to have more professional camera work yes. as well and like um I've watched quite a few like Kevin loves indie movies like he is obsessed with like oh it went to Sundance and won an award kind of movies yeah and um so he he's watched and a couple of them that jump immediately to mind and as weird and outlandish and I think maybe a little toxic this person is Shia LaBeouf has made a couple of really good movies that he are has. indie um, uh, Peanut Butter Falcon. Peanut Butter Falcon. That was a fucking good movie. It that was, was a good. really heartfelt movie, and it I really, really enjoyed was. that. And then I know that he made a movie, essentially, that's a memoir about his life, and I, for the fucking life Oh, Honey Boy. Honey Boy, yes. Yeah. I haven't watched that. He, Kevin said it, it's, he plays his own dad. Right, yeah. So, like, he was like, that was heavy. He's like, well, and he asked me, I was, he was, we were talking about it one time, and he's like, why would he play his own dad? And I was like, well, who's going to know his dad better than him? Like, who's going to be able to retell his experience? Right. And I was like, and I think in a symbolic way, that allows him to be able... Plus, Shia LaBeouf's a great actor. He's actually, like, Real. stellar. I mean, his first just movie was... Um, Holes. Holes. And Holes is a fucking great movie. Wasn't I love that movie. was he first in Even Stevens? Yeah, he was on Disney for a long time. Yeah. But that was, like, his, like, breakout movie was Holes. Yeah. I loved Holes. Holes, oh my... I will still watch that movie to this day. Because it's, like, one of those perfect, like, made-for-TV movies that they just, like, play a lot, like, on TBS and stuff like that. But it's good. And it's so good. I I just love it because I actually um, 
I don't know what grade I was in, but they made us read that book one year. Yeah. And so I read the book first, and I'm actually not a reader, but, like, I read the book, I loved the book, and then I watched the movie, and I was like, oh, my God, I love this. Dude. Still to this day. And it's, uh, aside from, like, one really, really, really minor detail, which was just, like, it was a good, a good move by the act, or by the director, um, the movie is, like, spot on to the book. Oh, yeah. Like, 100%. It was. It totally was, and I think that's why I loved it so much, because... It totally brought to life exactly what I was imagining in the book. Point. You know? Right here, right in that. Like, the, as you say that, the thing I think of is that's why so many people get pissed off about people making a book series into the movie because they leave so much shit out and it's always yeah. the really fine, but like important, important details. details. Yeah. And it's just, you're like, well, that was shit. Like, yeah. I mean, Harry Potter was an amazing series. There was a lot that they left out, especially like the uh, fifth and sixth movie. But like, you know what? Make it in two parts. We'll watch a two-part movie. Like, yeah. Titanic was two parts. Yeah. Like, they, if, if you are going to take a book series, make the book, like, read the book, and then just turn that into a movie word by word. Yeah. And action by action. Right. And, and bring it to life in that sort of aspect. That's what we're asking for. Yeah. And they just, like, miss everything and tell this really <laughs> vague story, and you're like, well, yeah, I mean, that, that well, happened. I, mean, I think that the biggest problem is that they're trying to shorten it to be in, like, a two-hour, you know, a two-hour time period, but, like, or less, three max, you know what I mean? Like, you really don't watch any movies besides, like, Pearl Harbor and shit that are, like, past three hours long. Unless they have multiple movies. Yeah. You know, like, Lord of the Rings. Lord of the Rings. That was a really good movie series. But, like, think about it. It doesn't take you two hours to read that entire book. You right. You know what I mean? So, like, even though the movie progresses, obviously, quicker than you would be reading it anyway, like, it's still... I mean, it'd have to be, like, five to ten hours long before you would be able to cover everything. You know what I mean? And in such the detail that books do. Right. You know? And that is a fair point. Because they're not only... I mean, it's like the whole, it's part of an experience, you know, whereas when you're reading, you can imagine it, but like the film directors and everything that all the people involved in making a movie, they're creating a whole experience. So it's like, you know what I mean? It's, that is like a valid point. Really like, difficult to do. Well, and, and still be profitable with it. Right. Right. No, and I, I see what you're saying. And on, to add on to that, it's like, um, well, fuck, I lost my, there, I had a point. It honestly wasn't that important, but I absolutely see what you're saying. Is that it, you know, they're, they're creating, oh, they're creating experience and every person is going to have, that has read the book is going to have a different idea of what it's going to look like because of, like you said, you imagine it, you create that in your own head. Right. So like, yeah, I mean, it is fair. It would be, it would be really fucking long and probably really difficult to make everything happen. So it's kind of like a synopsis, but then, you know, on the other side, it's also a bummer, but I get it. Yeah. Yeah, so I'm trying to think. Um, okay, so maybe we should do, like, top five. My top five? Do you want to go first? What's your top five? Yeah. <laughs> um, and this is in no particular order, because I could never... I, I Literally, when I tell you this, guys, I love... I've been watching movies since I was, like, a small, small child. And I know everybody says that, but, like, for me, like, that's, mo- that's like, my biggest hobby and as much as that sounds like a lazy piece of shit, um, I'm I'm not sorry about it because I just love it. I love the whole experience. I love uh, finding a new, really interesting, good movie. Um, so, I mean, yeah, I've seen most of them. Um, but there's a lot of movies that people get pissed at me for for not knowing or <laughs> have not seen before. Right. Like, it wasn't until a couple of years ago that I watched... Um, Oh, what's that Tarantino film? Pulp Fiction. I haven't seen all of Pulp Fiction. I've seen... Or I've, Kill Bill, for that matter. I see the part where she does the fucking drugs off the table, and it was, like, meth or some shit. I don't know what the fuck she snored. Heroin, I think. And she, like, overdoses. Mm. And then they, like, have to give her the adrenaline shot. Mm. And they're, like, driving in the car. And it's, like, that's, like, what you look like after you get drunk at your friend's house. Yeah. <laughs> and, like, you're going home. Yeah. Like... That's the part that I've seen of Pulp Fiction, and there's that, like, 20-minute segment, but, like... Oh, that's such that's a... That's such, movie. like, a, I think a pi- pinnacle, like, segment right there that I, if, if I never watch it, if I never, like, just stop being a lazy fuck-ass and watch these movies that I know I want to watch, and I think would be good, like, Donnie Darko, I've never watched oh, Fight yeah. Club, like... Oh, my God! Um, you are missing out <laughs> such a good one! 
I've literally seen all of those. Okay, so, okay, top five, in no particular order, um, Fight Club, Shawshank Redemption, Green Mile. Those are always top three. That's a good movie. Yeah. And then, um, uh, I'm going to have to go out on a limb on this one. A lot of people might not have seen it, but it's a French horror film. It's called Raw. It's about this um, vegan girl who grows up a vegan. I think her whole family is vegan, and she ends up um, trying meat for the first time, and she turns into a cannibal. Oh, shit. It's really good. It's <laughs> really, really, really good. And it's it's not... It doesn't have... English audio at all so it's it's completely in French but um you have to have the subtitles but I mean the girl I can't think of her name right now but like the girl that plays the main girl in the movie she just portrays all of the emotion like she really lets you imagine what it would be like if that were happening to you right I mean it she did an fantastic job i think um she that movie won tons and tons of awards and she won uh awards as leading actress uh, or lead role or whatever because it was awesome so it's called raw in case anyone hasn't seen it and you like especially like uh foreign horror films if you're a big horror movie buff i'm sure you know this already but foreign horror specifically korean french german um all three of those, but I'm sure there's more. Uh, Spanish actually has some I really good say, ones. I was gonna say I watched that one on Netflix. Um, about the fucking prison with the I think it's called Elevator maybe with the food on the table and it goes down to the different oh, yeah. levels. Yeah, that was a foreign movie that I think yeah. I watched with you and it was fucking good. Yeah, it was pretty good. What was that called? It had something to do with moving down. Um, I don't remember. I don't remember either, but it was good. It was really good. Um, I think that was an, a Netflix film, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Um, that was pretty recent. I think that was in the past year that it came out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. It was like, I, I was, I don't watch a ton of it's like. basically, the idea was <clears throat> all the people, like you get a random number level that you go on every day and you are on different levels and there's this like table of food that like, it kind of like just moves down the different levels and like so the people on top at the top level get to eat whatever they want but they have to they're supposed to ration it so that it feeds all the people as it's going down different levels but they don't and then mm-hmm. as it gets to the very bottom there's like hardly shit on there so you don't want to be on level one because you won't get any food but anyway it's god i wish i could remember what that's called um anyway um, so yeah, so there, those are my top four. So we got uh, Fight Club, Shawshank, Green Mile, and Raw. And then for number five, God, it's so hard to only pick five. Um, hmm. Oh, I'm going to have to go with Legally Blonde. because that Really? Was like, that was like a little out of left field. Legally yeah, Blonde? Yeah. I have to because when that came out in like I think it was like two thousand, um, I was completely obsessed with it. It was one of those movies I watched every single night. I've probably seen that movie. I don't. I can't even tell you. I've at least seen it probably three hundred times. No way. I swear to God. I swear to God. Well, see, it's like like talking to you about movies is like talking to Kevin about movies because like my experience with movies, we did like we would have movie nights like so I didn't really have like. Cable growing up and like DVD player like that wasn't really a right. thing until later on like I did have VHS so I watched a lot of like Disney movies yeah um that was kind of like what I grew up with so watching movies like hearing you talk about it is like hearing Kevin talk about it like that's he literally loves to watch movies for the exact same reason he's like it's an experience he's yeah. like and it's weird because like I don't get that like for me watching a movie like and this might be because I have like mental illnesses that make it really hard to like focus on stuff but like I can't I don't immerse myself in the same way I don't think really it's like I it like it's it is entertainment Let me but put- like I mean I, I, I don't know what I mean by that it's just like um it's I don't know it's not something that I really 100% focus on unless I'm really really drawn into it like so right. I don't 
it's weird because like I don't watch a whole lot of movies or TVs. If I do, it's like for background noise. Yeah. And that's really what I mean on top of, yeah, that it's, like, I I watch it and in a, like, passive way. So I put this into perspective for you. The first time that I watched the first remake of Texas Chainsaw Massacre Mm -hmm. with Jessica Biel, um, the first time I watched that, I cried because I was imagining that happening to my group of friends and in my head I was Jessica Biel and I was trying to save all my friends you know before uh they cut off all of our limbs and shit and um so you know that's how immersed I get right into movies because I mean I could be watching like I will cry in a movie in any other like I typically don't watch dramas because I don't that doesn't really play play on I don't know on my interests really I just I don't like sad movies but like I will literally cry in 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 movies or like um in the movie chef did you see the chef I did watch that movie that was very good it hit home for me right you know with the whole food thing and whatnot and it's it so that's how I how immersed I get right I think um in in my experiences while like watching tv and movies it's not that I can't I don't I don't always get immersed the big thing is like I, I especially movies with animals. I will. I mean, I will cry. Like there are some movies like uh, I cry. I watched Old Yeller as a child. I totally cried. Oh yeah, that's um, such I don't a remember good if you ever watched this movie. It was called Tuck Everlasting, and it was about a family that I drank from a that. magical a magical well, and they were immortal. Oh. And this immortal guy falls in love with this uh, girl, but she's like oh, super yeah. wealthy. Yeah, I have seen that. Yeah, oh, that movie. Oh my god, time. I cried so hard. Um, where the red fern grows. Yes. So if it's like that if it's a like a love too. story or it's about animals, I am ten thousand percent going to cry. Did you ever see um, Fluke? No. It was about um, this guy who got re who it was he was a dad who got reincarnated. He dies and gets reincarnated into a dog, and the family has the dog. Or he finds them or something like that. And so um, maybe that's what the movie is about. Like him finding his family. But yeah, so at the end, he's with his family again. And uh, anyway, so that was that was a really cute Oh, movie. yeah, that would make me cry. A hundred percent. Or um, oh, what's the one with Wilbur and Wilbur the pig? Charlotte's, Charlotte's Web. Web. Oh I read that God. as a book growing up. Yes. And it was definitely, it, was, it had a lot of dark undertones. It was very sad. Yeah. That's a sad book. Yeah. Um, it was a sad movie. Yeah. Well, I mean, I didn't watch the... I watched the one, the cartoon. It was... Cu- one. Yeah. You know? Yes. I definitely watched that growing up. Oh, my gosh. A lot. A lot. Yeah. That was like a favorite of mine, especially, I think, because I read the book. Um, oh, my top five. Yeah. Oh, okay. I've been, I've been like mulling it over, and then it's just so hard to decide. I would have to say... Um, the Mummy, Brendan Fraser. Okay. Nineteen ninety nine. Yeah. Fucking love that movie. Brendan Fraser Fraser is such like a hero and an icon to me. Like I I mean like So did he, you automatically like George of the Jungle with him? Oh my god. I yeah, and uh, yeah, I haven't watched every single like Kevin has watched like every single Brendan Fraser movie. And I have not seen a lot of them because like I don't know. I feel like even monkey bone. I feel like I was a day late and a dollar short when it came to movies and TV. Like I'm always just like right behind. I'm never like on time with it. And especially that growing up, like, and having a poor family, and it was just like movie night was like a special thing. And like otherwise, we we watch like PBS. Like that yeah. what we watch. Um, I'm surprised you hadn't seen Poldark yet. Oh right, <laughs> <sighs> love that show. I'm. So happy that you showed me that show. I'm happy you showed me Outlander too because those like those were really really good. Um, just, wow. But, like, huh, okay, I can do this. Um, so, Brendan mm-hmm. Fraser, 1999 Mummy, iconic, love that movie. Um, that is good. I really actually enjoyed that movie, too, because that's another, like, made-for-TV movie that, like, I, it was so good start to finish, time, but yeah. you could always just come into it whenever and be like, all right, the mummy, hell yeah, <laughs> you know what I mean? Right. Like, that's a classic. Love that sure. movie so much. Um... This is kind of like, I, I don't know, I guess if I would consider it out of left field, but like, 
I know a lot of people did not like this movie. It did not get high reviews. And this is probably, like, could also parallel on my list of movies that are, I think, are just the best movies ever and are probably really, really shitty. But, uh... (laughs) Land of the Lost. I think it came out in like 2014 or 15. It's got actually, Will Ferrell yeah. and Danny McBride. Oh, yeah. I, I like, actually really like have that movie. that movie memorized. Really? <laughs> I'm the serious. The one with Chaka? Yes. Is that why you named your cat Chaka? Yes. You know, I swear to God, when you first told me that, when you first told me that, I that's the first thing I thought of. And I was like, surely that's not what it's from. No, that is 100 <laughs> Like, that is, I can't believe I've never told you that before. Yeah, that's 100% what that's from. <laughs> that's so funny. Like, yeah. And we were going to name her Chaka, whether she was a boy or a girl, we didn't care. We were like, whatever comes next, her name is Chaka. And let me tell you what, she fucks shit up and does not listen to her master. That's like straight on point. Um, so yeah, Land of the Lost, I have that movie memorized. There are so many just funny, iconic moments in that movie. And it just has like, I don't know, just like a great feel good, like cheesy ending. But it's also very sarcastic and funny. Because fuck you, Matt Lauer. Um, <laughs> no, I really actually do, I like that too. I actually watched that... Um, I don't know, it was one of those, like, pawn shop movies. So me and my ex used to go to the pawn shops and, like, just, like, buy DVDs just because they were super cheap. And that was a way before we, I don't know, had, like, really had, net, like, Netflix and stuff like that. That's what we did. And so, yeah, that was one of those, one of those <laughs> cheap those. pawn shop movies. But, like, it was actually pretty good. All right, sorry. It was good. Keep no, interrupting. No, 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 you're good. Like, I, I think these are, I, like, they're weird. I have, like, I guess a really weird list, because I would say that my next uh, movie on my top five would be, I guess I would say Howl's Moving Castle. Um, it's a Studio Ghibli movie. Like, it's the same people that made, like, uh, Ponyo and Princess Mononoke and Spirited Away. Um like anime yeah okay. and that's and kevin will never watch these movies i have spirited away it's never like if i'm gonna watch it i usually watch it on my phone or on like so like i'll download it or whatever stream it and um i have it i bought it on dvd because i was like you have to watch this movie and we had made a deal i was gonna watch game of thrones if i watched game of thrones that was what the deal was he would watch uh spirited away and he has never followed through with it because he's just like anime sucks, and I'm like, well, you're it does wrong. Not. It's I honestly really love anime. It's very, very beautiful, and and the animations are so personal. Like they they hand animate everything. They right. do it all by hand because they then in part like that's what makes it seem so human, is because of that. Um, oh, oh my God! I don't know how I could miss this one. Uh, Fantastic Mr. Fox. It's a Wes Anderson movie. I've heard of it. I've never seen it. It's like... Oh, uh, maybe I have. It's, uh... It's... The animation style is really weird and almost kind it? of like... Oh, I have no idea. Um... Like circa 90s, 2000s? I would say definitely 2000s. I believe. Fantastic. You're also a little bit younger than me, so I feel like that was... 2009. Okay. It was a Wes Anderson movie from 2009. And it's got this really weird, like animation kind of style i don't okay, really want to describe yeah. that is like and it's almost like they're using like an, like real animal fur and like making these like yeah almost like a cross between that and like claymation a little bit but i love that movie i have so many good memories of that movie and i just i just love it i just think it's fucking great that. it's really really good you're like blowing my mind here because like i sat here and said like <laughs> i've seen all these movies this is what I'm talking about. People get mad at me because I don't... I, I've seen a shit ton of movies, but I've never seen the ones you've seen. <laughs> I always see, like, a bunch of... And it's I always watch a bunch of really weird ones. Yeah. Like, it's always me out too. of nowhere that I watch. Like, I don't watch, like, the really cool weird ones, like, the cult classic kind of weird ones. Um, but, like... Oh, I love me some cult classics, man. Like, uh, Clockwork Orange or uh, Requiem for a Dream. That's a really good one. Uh, I've never seen those. Uh, the Kubrick, right? Yeah. Yeah, that's the director. Yeah, because yeah, I used to go to a bar called Kubrick's, and I think that's what it was named after. But, like, okay, last yeah. one. <sighs> I'm trying to think of all of these movies that I've watched that I'm just like, well, what are my rewatch movies that I just, like, never not love? Um, it's always hard to pick the last yeah, one. Yeah. That's um, why I had to go with Legally Blonde, because that was, like, an instant classic for me. I know it's cheesy. I just love it. It's very empowering for women as well. And still to this day, I can watch that movie and be like, I feel great today. <laughs> you know? That one is a cute movie. Um, shit, man. This is so hard. Like, because I feel like, uh, 
I throw I should I want to throw an out in there to like Robin Williams because that was an actor that I oh, yeah. totally grew up with. So like I my immediate him. classic was like Jumanji. Um, the Mrs. Doubtfire. Mrs. Doubtfire probably honestly should be on that list because I, I haven't watched it recently, but like on every time I see that movie, I just, I can't not love it and I, I can't, can't not, not smile and watch it, right. you know? Um, seriously, literally anytime that I've thought of that I've had cable and I've seen Mrs. Doubtfire on, that's what I pick, you know, beyond anything else. If Mrs. Doubtfire's on, that's what I'm I watching. I love that movie. So good. Um, he was in, uh, Jack. I watched that he one. Was in Patch, Patch Adams. Adams. Patch Adams. Oh, that's such a good movie. That's where he was the doctor, right? Um, he was. I think he was. I think it, I. Don't, I want to say it had something to do with him being like a like a clown, like an actor essentially who would oh. go into like sick like he. It was like him being oh, like oh yeah yeah. One of those people that goes in like if it's like uh, kids who maybe not necessarily terminal but they're really really sick. He goes in there and tries to like cheer up and cheer him up and interact with right. them and so they and and they build like this bond with him. Yeah. Um. Honestly, uh, Aladdin. Uh, Aladdin's pretty up there too because, like, that yeah. was like uh, the first one. I don't know. That's I've I watched that recently, and I was like, oh, that's, <clears> that's probably my first favorite movie. Aladdin. Pocahontas was mine. Yep, Pocahontas was another one. I I just because Colors I of the Wind loved. makes me like totally cry. Yeah. Um. <laughs> There's crickets in the background. I know. I was literally. just saying, I'm listening. They're like, well, damn. Because <laughs> it's like, I don't watch a lot of movies, and I, you know, there, you'd think that there would be some that really would stick out and just be so much more memorable. Um, but I am old, and <laughs> I have undi- well, undiagnosed and untreated mental illnesses that can potentially cause memory loss. So, um <laughs> Yeah, I think we'll I think we'll leave Mrs. Doubtfire up there because I used to watch it a lot as a kid growing up and and just because I haven't watched it now doesn't mean that like if I it was all it was on I'm totally gonna watch it. Yeah. Like, actually, redact that. Happy Gilmore. Oh yeah, that was I a can't good believe one. I had to stop and really like go through. I'm like, what actors do I just absolutely love? I love every pretty much every Adam Sandler movie. I haven't watched his more serious ones, but if it's like if it's funny and it's classic, I'm gonna watch it like oh, yeah. hands down. And I. Pretty um, sure we had Happy Gilmore on VHS, and that's why I would watch it, because it was you, fucking funny. Have you seen Murder Mystery yet with Adam Sandler and Jennifer Aniston? I've watched parts of it, yeah. Okay, because that one's actually pretty good. Like, I, I'm not a huge fan of Adam Sandler nowadays. No offense, Adam Sandler. Just, I don't know. I think it's kind of... Well, I mean, I think he, I think he brought it back with uh, Hubie Halloween. I've seen parts of that one, but Kevin really, he, like, like speaks praises on the movie. He absolutely loves it, because it's like... He's Adam Sandler is, a, is evidently creating kind of like his own, not a Marvel universe, but you get the idea, like a, a universe of his own where a lot of the characters from his older movies, like the fucking nursing home guy from Happy Gilmore, you're in my world now, Grandma, like that guy, um, and you know, characters throughout, from throughout his movies that he has like built, that his friends do, that he's just like, this is your character, this is what you've played in all my movies, you're going to be incorporated somehow like Rob Schneider and... Um, um, I love David Spade, Rob Schneider, man, and David Spade, and he's uh, he's always got these same people in there, like uh, in his movies, yeah. and he's like creating his own little spinoff world and doing his own movies based on on all these people. Yeah, and I think that's really cool. Yeah, another really good one that was kind of a little bit, it wasn't super serious, but it was probably like a comedy drama or something like that. It was called The Cobbler. Yeah, with Adam Sandler. Yeah, I that watched was really that. Good. That was good. Because it, it was just kind of the idea of, like, walking in someone's shoes, you know? And, and yeah, that was really interesting. Um, yeah, so, <clears throat> I don't know, man. There's just so many good movies out there. Um, I It's literally just so hard just to pick a top five. Because, like, I literally have probably a top 20 in, like, each genre. You know? Like, for real. But I'd have to really sit down and think about it. Right. Because that's hard. I mean... For someone, I literally probably watch, I mean, I would say on average, at least 15, I'm going to say at least 15 movies a week. Holy shit. Yeah. And that doesn't even count, like, or touch on, like, TV shows and series that I watch. So that's a lot. Right. I mean, that's what, I mean, Kevin does, like, the same thing. It's just, like, I, I feel like for me, I get, like, 
I don't know, maybe more, I would say maybe more immersed in TV shows, but it's because I like the, the buildup of the story. That's why I wouldn't yeah. mind watching, like, a six-hour movie, because I'm just like, hey, I get the whole story. Right. Um, but, like, so you made me, made me watch, well, you didn't make me watch, but, like, you told me about Outlander, and I watched that, and, and I was just like, it wasn't really, I can't say it's not a style that I don't like, because I watched, like, Vikings, I watched um, The Last Kingdom, and it's not necessarily 100% the same, but it's, like, similar-ish eras. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was just like, holy shit, dude, this is fucking good. Yeah. Like, I would honestly, it's a lot easier for me to pick a top five in TV shows than it is for movies. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, let's do top five TV shows. So, I would definitely say Outlander, hands down, probably one of the best TV shows I've ever watched. It was fucking, it's so good. Yeah. Um, Breaking Bad. That was a good I, one. I, I, did, I can't necessarily, I got it in bits and pieces, but I didn't, this was prior to when Kevin and I would sit down and watch TV shows together. Um... But I would, like, be sitting there and I'd play on my phone or whatever and kind of, like, be passively watching it with him. And then over time, I started really watching it. And, like, he would have it on. And I'd be, like, I'd be, like, slide in and, like, what's going on, you know? And then that was I – I, I have to say that's probably one of the best endings I've, I've – of TV history ever, you know? And I won't spoil it for you if you ever do want to watch it because it is very, very good. But definitely Breaking Bad's up on that list. Um, Last Kingdom, hands down. I love The Last Kingdom. I'm when I've been waiting on Kevin to watch the new season because it just came out. But I'm how many prob- seasons does that have? I think it's got five now. Oh, and it's very okay. It's maybe I need to get into that. Very, now. very good. Okay. Um, Game of Thrones up to season eight. Uh, that that like I, I didn't want to like it because it was so hyped up, you know. Yeah. And I was like, I don't want to. I didn't want to I like it I didn't want to get let down. I didn't want to like it. It took me a couple tries to get into it. But, like, and I'm watching the first, like, two or three episodes, and I was like, dude, this is fucking boring. He's like, just yeah. give it to the, like, middle to end of season one. He's like, you're going to love it. And seriously, by season two, I'm like, I'm, like, kicking Obsessed. the door open to my apartment, like, put on the thrones. <laughs> right. Like, it, and that's what, you know, was a big part <clears throat> of, like, him and I, like, hanging out together is me watching movies with him or sitting watching TV. So this was something that we could both enjoy. And it was such an enthralling story until the end. And then, but we don't have to talk about that. We can yeah. just. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, definitely Game of Thrones. And then I would say um, The Office. Yeah. Yeah, that's pretty niche. The Office. You know. Like, and, and it's not, I mean, it's got funny moments, like absolutely hilarious moments. But I think more about it is the humanity of it all. Yeah. Like being, and I think it's something that people can relate to because um, when you work somewhere for a really long time, those people, especially if they are there alongside with you for the whole ride, like you build a very unique and special relationship with them. Yeah. And they become some of your absolute best friends because you're mm-hmm. with them every single day and they just know you and they know your life. Mm-hmm. And... And getting into relationships. Right. If you, you know, in your workplace. It's... and It's frowned upon, but it happens. Right. And just <clears throat> all these unique people and the way that they work and the way that they act and what they believe in. And it's like you really come to know them over, what was it, like nine seasons? Mm-hmm. And... I gotta say something about The Office. So I never thought that I would get sick of it. Um... Okay, so this is a little embarrassing, but if you look at my Netflix list, I had my Netflix information sent to me a couple months ago. So they sent me literally everything that I've ever clicked on. Anything that, any preview I've ever watched, any, anything, anything that I've liked or uh, like liked as opposed to dislike, you know, they have the like button on there. Anything, like literally just any statistic from my Netflix account from the past, at least five years. Mm-hmm. And um, it's a lot. Like, it took me a mi- like a couple minutes to scroll through. It's like they send it in an Excel spreadsheet, and there's, like, several different lists. But what you want to click on is, um, I think it's, like, user activity mm-hmm. or something. And it just gives you, oh, my God, it just goes on and on and on. And the one thing that repeated for me the most was The Office. Mm-hmm. Like, literally, I, so <clears throat> I would turn, like, I would play through The Office. It would be my background noise. It would be my going to bed TV right. show. It would be if I can't find anything else to watch at The Office. It was always just my buffer all the time. And so, like, I would just start it from season one, episode one, 
and play all the way, way through, through and, and then, then I would just start, start it back right over back over again and watch it and, and I can't tell you how many times I've actually seen The Office like the whole entire yeah. series <laughs> and I finally gotten to a point like literally so they just took it off Netflix I know but it's kind of funny though because up until like two weeks before they took it off Netflix I was obsessed with it well like I said it was like my buffer all the time and I finally hit a point where I was like it's no more. To, it's time to let it go. It's time to let it go. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and, we, have, and we have no choice anymore. It was like that with Friends for me, too. I totally outplayed Friends. Really? Because, I mean, you know, I started watching Friends in, like, the 90s. So. Supernatural was mine. Where I just, like... See, now I'm going through I, Supernatural. <laughs> I was literally obsessed. Like, if I were to pull up my Facebook memories and go through it, like... Five and six years ago, I would be like, it would be like once a week, every single week, new Supernatural episode. And I'm like, oh my God, watching the new Supernatural episode. Dean is so hot. <laughs> like, I loved Supernatural. And then the later seasons were just really bad. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah. Uh, but really bad. And then I was like, I, I would try to watch over like all the way up until like season nine or 10 where it's not so bad. And then over, over a while, like it's just so played out. And you're just yeah. like, I'm done. Yeah. No more. Right. Uh, honorable mention that I totally forgot about, but I love this show. I just haven't watched it in a long time. Penny Dreadful. I've never watched that. That is a fucking awesome TV series. Love it. It's so great. Um, it's See, I'm like really picky with TV series. Like, I will watch just about any movie, almost, but like when it comes to TV series, I have to really pick and choose because... I mean, and I like a variety of different TV shows, um, anything that's like medical or, um, scary or a drama or whatever, like it doesn't matter to me, but, um, I'm picking choose them really like, so I haven't seen a lot of the series that a lot of people have watched. Right. Usually I wait until a series has been hyped up a whole bunch and it has plenty of seasons and then I'm like, okay, it's got you know, six plus seasons, people are still obsessed with it, obviously it's good. Right. You know, and that's when I will take a chance on something that I normally wouldn't watch, like Game of Thrones. I'm not really into, like, medieval, like, naturally, I'm not into, like, medieval type Renaissance era, yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I don't give a shit about it. But the storyline is so good that it just sucks you in. Right. Same thing with Outlander. Yeah. Like, and so, and the funny thing with Outlander is it's actually so politically correct that I have taken a little bit of an interest in the history of America because you know, it kind of shows what it was like back then. And it really puts you like in that time period. Literally. Cause you're just like, as you're watching the, not only the character development, but the trials that you're going through, you're like, Oh my God, if I was there, what would I do? Yeah. Like what would happen to me? I, I don't even want to think about it. Honestly. (laughs) Burn at the stake. Guaranteed. Yeah. Um, but I I just, I don't know, I, I think that's one of the biggest reasons why I love TV, and if it's easier for me to get sucked into TV, um, and, and I, I do have my, I, I would say, like, my, my specific genres, like, I'm, um, I usually go for, like, some sort of, like, historical sort of, uh, drama, like, you know, like, Outlander and, um, Last Kingdom, uh, Vikings, um, but I also, a comedy is a big thing of mine, and I think, it's like I turn to movies in order to make myself feel better. So it's like if yeah. I'm having a really shitty day, like I'm just like I want to go to my favorites. I want to watch Land of the Lost. I want to yeah. turn on, you know, one of my favorite movies because it's just going to make me feel better. And yeah. I think that's why my the movie genre preferences that I have are very limited and very specific. Like I'll watch all different kinds of movies just to watch them, like especially if Kevin's like, oh, this movie's really good. And it often ends up being really good. But yeah. my feel-good ones at the end of the day are just in a very specific and unique genre. Yeah. And it's like these movies, I don't know, they're just so classic and so good to me. And I and I just, that's why I think I love watching movies in the sense that it makes me feel better at the end. Mm-hmm. And may not necessarily get, like, immersed in it, which I feel like is something that I miss out on, but it's, I don't know, you know, it's like, that's how our, our movie watching, liking, and preferences and stuff like that is just different, is that we watch it for two different reasons. You know, another one that I think that not enough people talk about, um, I want to say it was 2005, um, King Kong. That was a good movie. And it was so good, and the fucking best part to me is when they're, like, over... 
wherever they are on the island or whatever and they start seeing the dinosaurs and like the old uh like the big ass bugs and all that stuff like it was just so cool to me just like oh my god that's literally one of my favorite movies um and I always forget about it because I don't watch it very often right like god it's so good we did that show in band like that was one of our field shows for one year was uh uh twas beauty killed the beast it was the last line of the movie yeah um but yeah it was uh it was a really fucking good movie yeah and really really um it's like yeah one of those like super good movies and it's just like how do I forget about that yeah it's so good it is and it's very long too um Avatar was one of those though. I really yeah. liked that movie. I cried at so many points in that movie. Really? Oh yeah, and Avatar was good. It wasn't one of my favorites because like that was past the point of me being kind of young. Right. You know, like I, I don't remember when Avatar came out, but I feel like I was late teens, early twenties by that point. But it was good. I mean, I'm not gonna say it's not. Um, more my age would be like as far as like animation and stuff like that goes which king kong was a lot of animation as Mm -hmm. well um finding nemo oh yes literally one of my favorite movies i can literally watch that to this day and just watch it with just as much amazement as i did as a kid because i just loved it i i still love it and even if you watch finding dory it is equally as amazing i haven't watched it oh my god and i watch a lot i should watch a shitload of disney movies just because i think they're so they're so deep Pixar? now. Oh, that one is Pixar. You're right. Yeah. Well, I watch a lot of Pixar. Either way, Bugs Life. Yeah. Bugs Life. Bugs Life would have yeah. been mine. I love Bugs Life. That was a good one. That was a really good one. Um, Kinda, that one was like, it's uh, that's what I love about watching like animated movies as a child and then growing up and watching them again is because you get all the adult jokes and the undertones that you yeah. missed when you were yeah. a kid. Yeah, so you're totally. just like, am I even watching the same movie? This is fucking <laughs> dark. <laughs> But you just laugh because you know that the kids don't get it anyway, so they just, like, you know, just run right past it. It's one of those kids' movies that was made for adults, but you have... It's a kids' kids movie, so your kids can watch it, but you can actually enjoy it. Yeah. Chicken Run. I don't know if you ever watched that one. It's Claymation. I grew up watching that movie. My parents... They love it, like, way more than me, but it was, like, a really good movie growing up. Yeah. My little brother loved that movie. We watched some of that stuff. Um, I'm trying to think of what other... Well, there's always, like, a turtle's tail. That was kind of, like, a knockoff version of Finding Nemo. I mean, not really, but it kind of came out in the same... Really? I didn't... I've never heard of that. You've never heard of a turtle's tail? It's actually cute, but it's just... I don't know. It's not as good as Finding Nemo. Right. But they had a lot of those, and they do nowadays, too, especially, that I just can't get behind. One of my newest favorite... Well, okay, first I have to say Sausage Party... That was such a <laughs> fucked up movie. I love it, but it's so fucked up. And I, I, I watch getting to the food orgy part at the end. I'm just like, oh my God, I'm so confused of whether this should be on TV or not, but I'm going to watch it anyways. <laughs> but like, what the fuck is happening? Oh, so the, the thing that I thought was funniest about the end was that like, leave it up to Seth Rogen and did James Franco do that too? I think whatever, whatever. Leave it up to to Seth Rogen and them funny guys to, like, legally put an orgy on TV. <laughs> but since it's, like, food, it's not considered porn. Right. <laughs> I just think that's like, so Like, there's, there's wieners, but there's not any wieners. <laughs> right. Like. <laughs> and that's. Yeah, <laughs> that, yeah, that, that is, and donuts going into bagels and shit, man, I'm just, that movie was fucked up. Oh my god, the funniest, the best part about it was that uh, about a year or two before that movie came out, I remember, uh, I literally said this, I was like, cause, you know, I was a stoner, um, and, and I can appreciate a good cartoon or animated film. Right. Um, but I kept, I always thought like, man, they really need to come out with like an adult animation for all of us kids that have grown up now and like we still like that shit but like make it for adults and then they had sausage party and it was about food too so i was just like over the moon like when that shit came out yeah so many people hate that movie and i totally understand why but i love it i I mean the humor is like really crass but i'm gonna i i can't not like it yeah like it is that's such a fucked up but awesome movie it is it's super funny so the one i was gonna say though is one of the newer ones that i'm fucking love is um secret life of pets 
Have you seen that? I've watched the first one and it's super cute. It I is. will say it is very cute. I just love it. I had to buy it and sometimes I, you know, leave it on for Gaia when I leave. So. <laughs> You're cute. That's awesome. <laughs> I love that. Um, okay, so I don't think I did a top five series. So, again, in no particular order, I'm going to have to say Game of Thrones definitely is always going to be number one for me. Um, Outlander now is on that list. Um Dexter was top five. Like, oh my That's god, a I fucking loved good Dexter. One. Yeah, I loved it. Um, Weeds, Weeds was another one that I was totally obsessed with. Like, I literally wanted to be Nancy Botwin. <laughs> like, my ex will tell you, like, I got really annoying about it for a while. But yeah, I love that. Um, that whole series was really good. I cried at the last episode. Like, I always do that when I get really invested into a series. Like, it doesn't matter if it's a funny series, scary, whatever. The last episode, I always cry. Like, literally, because I'm so sad that it's It's over. It's over, yeah. Yeah, and now I have to fucking start over and find something else. Like, It's like you're um, breaking up with the series. Really, really. Um, And then, what is it? So, Game of Thrones, Outlander, Dexter. Weeds. Weeds. Um, Another really good one. I mean, I would go with South Park, but, like, that's kind of, like and obvious i don't know um but a really really good one oh i'm gonna have to go with um hemlock grove did you watch that i'm told that i'll like it oh my god so it's only three seasons which makes it such a bummer but i mean they wrapped it up in three seasons but oh my god it's so good it's like vampires werewolves but it's not your typical like it's not your typical what you think of as werewolves and vampires. Like, it's it's not as kitschy as that sounds. You know what I mean? It's like, not like Twilight or like Vampire like, Diaries. It's not even true like blood. Supernatural. It's, yeah, no. it's Oh, True Blood, though. I loved True Blood so much. Like, I can't even remember. It's been so many years since I've watched that that I can't even remember if I finished. I'm pretty sure I did finish it because why wouldn't you? Oh, Walking Dead is another really good one. I I could I tried to like it and I could not get into it. Really? Yeah, I tried to watch like. I don't but know. you said that you don't really like zombie stuff. Yeah, then that's probably why. It's like yeah. I do not. I don't do the zombie stuff. I don't do a lot of gore. Like that's just that's why a lot of horror is excluded for me. Like I like psychological horror where yeah. it's like you don't you may not necessarily know what's going on or you think you have an idea of what's happening and then by the end of the movie it's completely different. I have a really good one. I just watched this again the other day because I haven't watched it in forever and it popped up. I think on Hulu, um, Hide and Seek. You ever seen that with Robert De Niro and Dakota Fanning? I don't think so. Okay, well, if you like psychological thrillers and horror, it's, I mean, it's not really, it's less horror, more thriller, but it's really, really, really good. It's really good. She, like, has this, um, Dakota Fanning, she has this, um, imaginary friend. Then you come to find out who it actually is in the end. And it's just, like... It's really good. It totally has really good twists. And, um, yeah, you don't ever see it coming until it actually gets to the end. So it's very good. Totally watch that because, um, yeah, it's really good. Plus, I love Robert De Niro and Dakota Fanning. Always, right. Always a winner. I also, I like, I, I guess I would say as far as horror, I'm a fan of, um, like, possession movies. Oh, yeah. Like, the the original Exorcist. I love that movie. It's a great movie. I do. I do, too. Yep. Um, that was actually... That's, like... That's definitely a classic. Like, my mom wouldn't let me watch it when I was a kid. But when I got old enough to where I was, like... You know, going to the movie place myself, renting movies. I finally rented it. And it wasn't as scary as everyone makes it out to be. Right. But... It's, it's good. I, really I'm a big... Good. Uh, Hannibal Lecter is a big Hannibal Lecter. I love all, yes. like Red Dragon and oh, yeah. uh, Silence of the Lambs. I just watched Red um, Dragon a couple months ago. It's, dude, there I used to watch Red Dragon a lot growing up. I love that movie. It's I just I like the character of Hannibal Lecter. I like Anthony Hopkins as an actor. He was he's really great. You know something funny? The night after I watched that a couple months ago, I had to go get me some Chianti. <laughs> <laughs> Swear to God, I think I made steak that night too. <laughs> uh. Um, yeah, gore doesn't really bother me. Um, it really doesn't. Like, 
I, you know, the stuff that I get queasy about is more like Dr. Pimple Popper and shit. Really? You know, I don't like, mind, I, I don't mind stuff like that. I can't like, watch oozy shit. Like, yeah. Ugh, especially if it's real. Like, it, I can't do it. Like, I can watch all the fake blood in the world, but. Ugh. I think that's maybe the thing is, like, even though I know it's fake, like, it's still, I don't know, it's still, like, like petrifying to me. I just, like, I just, like, I don't like watching, like, people or animals be tortured. I don't, I don't know. There's just something about it that I just I can't watch like, animals. I can definitely watch people being tortured, but animals I can't. Um, that's just one thing I can't. Like, I won't even stop to watch the videos on that pop up on Facebook of, like, you know... People doing people fucked in up third shit. World countries yeah. doing fucked up shit to dogs and whatnot. I can't even. Like I know that the dogs are going through it, therefore I should be able to at least watch it. But like, no, I can't. I can't do it. Cause there's nothing I can do about it anyway. So, might as well just not watch it. But anyway, um, I'm trying to think. Some of the weirdest, most fucked up horror. Cause like, so now I'm at. Okay, I'm not gonna say that. <laughs> I'm at, like, the pinnacle now. So, you know, like, you have, like, for example, me, I've always loved horror films, so I've always, like, been obsessed with, like, the newest, the greatest, the goriest, the, just the best The most intense. The most intense, the most fucked up, you know, anything, like, and so now I'm at the point where, because, like, I've seen most of them, and, I mean, nowadays, I don't really, I mean, they're not, I don't know, they're, they're so few and far between to find a really, really good one nowadays. Um, back in the day, though, they had them all the time. Of course, the, like, Jeepers Creepers, those are really I've good. I've watched that one, out. yeah. Yeah, those are really good. But, like, so now I've gotten to a point where I'll get online, I'll be like, what is the most fucked up movie of all time, <laughs> like, ever made? I don't care if it's a foreign movie. I don't care what it is. So, so have you ever watched uh, Cannibal Holocaust, then? I was getting ready to bring that up. Yeah, that's exactly why I started this conversation. Did you, so you've seen that movie. Mm-hmm. Is it as fucked up as what people say it is? Um, I mean, yes and no, like, because it's kind of like a Technicolor movie, so it's, it's not like, as in your face as like a movie nowadays would be, but yeah, I mean, it is, but it's also, it's not, it's not what they make it out to be. I was kind of disappointed with it. Really? Because um, I watched, um, The Green Inferno. Green Inferno, And yeah. I, first of all, no, do not like, zero, zero percent like. I like that movie. If, like, and I don't think it was, it's because it's a bad movie, it's just like, the violence, I just, it's yeah. not for me. Um, but, like, I know that that is, plays, like, homage to mm-hmm. Cannibal Holocaust. Yes. And that, and, and the Green Inferno, I think, was fucked, it was pretty fucked up, so. Yeah, yeah it is. There's another one. Um, it's a Spanish film. <sighs> I can't remember what it's called, either. It's on Hulu, I think. Yeah, it's on Hulu. Um... I don't know, the idea is that they're in hell, and so all this fucked up shit happens, and I don't know, I can't, I can't remember what it's called, but I only watch it, like, halfway through, because it gets to a point where it just start, they start doing, like, nasty sexual shit, that I was just kind of like, it's a little too far for me, like, I can deal with horror and shit like that, but, like, one movie that I really can't stand, that's actually, it's not really a bad movie, I just... I can't watch that type of shit. Right. Um, Savages. Did you watch that? Mm-mm. It, it was not... I don't know. I can watch certain, like, torture movies and stuff like that, or, like, kidnapping movies or things like that, but... Um, Savages just took it too far. Like, I don't know. When I first watched it, it's kind of like... Um, Hills Have Eyes, the first one. I've never seen. I I, I can't. I knew I that I wasn't gonna it. like that. So I've never like. I've never watched that. I've never watched Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Um, well, the Hills Have Eyes has the scene where, like, one of the. One of the uh, what do you call them? Like the hill people. Yeah, one of the, <laughs> one of them, um, like rapes one of the girls, and, I don't know. It just gives you nasty feelings. Yeah. Just because. I mean, it does, rape always does anyway, but now you have a monster doing it, you know yeah. what I mean? Like, so it's just, ugh, yeah, it's gross. Yeah, that I, that I can understand, absolutely. And I, I figured I wouldn't like that movie anyway, just because I'm pretty sure it's, it's got probably quite a bit of violence in it. Yeah, yeah not for me. I'm a big, uh, soft ass. Baskin! That's that Spanish one that I was telling you about. Oh! Okay, this is not for the faint of heart, 
Okay. Baskin is a mm-hmm. fucked up movie. Like, and like I said, I, I actually, I don't even think I watched it all. I think I started, like, after a while, I was like, okay, this is weird. And then I started, like, fast forwarding through it to see, like, where what it goes. Yeah. And, yeah, it goes, I don't know. I don't even want to talk about it. Like, it's fucking... It's fun. It's weird. Yeah. It's it's nasty. I don't like... Like, I don't... It's like, that's so awkward. Like, when you're watching a movie and something really cringy comes on and you get, like, secondhand embarrassment and you're like, I don't... If anyone else comes in here and were to see me watching this, I would be, like, embarrassed. <laughs> right. Because they'd be like, what the fuck are you watching? Like... And it's... Yeah, I don't like that. I don't like feeling that way. It's like... That's why it's hard for me to watch some movies, like... If it's, like, I don't know, like, especially if a character comes off as very particularly awkward and then they do awkward stuff and I'm just, like, oh, <laughs> no. Oh. I don't know. Yeah, so that's a really, really bad one. Um, but I did, I mean, I guess I found what I was looking for. It was definitely one of the most fucked up movies, you know. Right. But that's right up there with um, the Cannibal Holocaust. Have you ever watched a Serbian film? That one I know, like, I've never personally watched yes. it, but I know, like, I have, I have received a list of really fucked up movies that I've either heard, either, like, read about or heard of in passing or have been told about by other people that are like, oh, I watch fucked up movies and this is the movie I watch. I know that that one's, like, really fucked up. You know, okay, so you brought up, I don't know if we had started recording yet, but, um, Human Centipede. Yeah, yeah, that, that that's one of those ones that, dude. like, and, and I remember the first time, like, I remember when that came out. And it's I, not even actually that great of a movie. Right. Like, the acting is terrible. But, like, it's just, like, the physical violence. And it, yeah. Like, okay, literally, I can watch as much blood and gore and whatever, but, like, that's... Yeah. Like, I can't do it, dude. I can't do it, dude. I can't even, like, talk about it without feeling sick to my stomach. Yeah, because it was... It's just a gross, fucked up movie. Yeah. And I really... I'm I'm just not a fan of that serious like twisted physical. I wouldn't even watch Hostel. Like, did you ever watch Hostel? Mm-mm. Yeah, the sec like literally the first like ten seconds is then like visibly cutting off a finger or something like that, and and I turned it off. I can't. Yeah, watch like, it. I'm not watching this. Like, shit. because I can watch that stuff to an extent, you know. To an extent. And then it just goes too far. It does. But if that's all you're, like, constantly doing is, like, oh, you want to know a really fucked up movie? It's a Kevin Smith film. Um, uh, with uh, Justin Long. What was it called? Oh, shit. What is it called? Oh, my God. It's going to drive me insane. It's, um, he turns him into a walrus. Tusk. Tusk. That movie got me. The, like, okay, so I've watched it multiple times since. I've never seen it, but I literally saw a post about it on Facebook the other day. Kevin's watched it. Oh, yeah. Okay, so basically, Kevin Long, um, he's a fucking asshole. He, he's a radio talk show host who's a fucking douchebag, and everybody hates him. Like, he, they totally do a good buildup of making you hate this character, you know? And then he goes... Because they, like, go and interview weird and obscure people and then make fun of them on their radio show. Mm. So he goes and finds this, he, like, sees this billboard. This guy had put up a post, like, if you want to hear some stories of me at sea and blah, 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 then, um, here, and then he had those little pull tabs, like, called my number or whatever. So he sets up an appointment to go meet the guy. The guy drugs him. And, um, the next morning he wakes up. Well, he drugs him. He can't fucking move. Well, sorry, no, he passes out. Okay, so the next morning he wakes up, he does, he's missing a leg. Like, and for me, like, I was saying how earlier how I just get so enthralled into these films that, so for me, I was imagining, like, oh my god, what if I was in that scenario where I woke up, somebody had drugged me, and I woke up without a fucking leg. Right. And, and you couldn't do anything because you're paralyzed. Yeah. Like, you can't, you literally can't even hardly talk. And so he's, and so then the old man is like, well, uh, you got bit by a spider. You don't remember? And I had to have a doctor come, and the doctor had to amputate. And, like, totally is fucking with him. And um, so he ends up, like... Oh, it's so fucked up. It, he ends up, like, drugging him again, and, like, literally taking him apart and reassembling him as a walrus. Mm-hmm. Like, and it shows part of it as he's, like... 
Justin Long's on the operating table and he's like way deformed and oh my god it was just like I don't know why like when I first watched I first watched it when it first came out it was probably like 2013 2014 or something like that and dude I couldn't sleep for like two weeks yeah those are the kinds of movies that will absolutely give me nightmares because then like the old man like puts him in a fucking pool and he's like swim swim and like making it like it was crazy like mad fucked up like this Anyway, because, like, this man, this old man had this, like, uh, story from being at sea, and this walrus and him had this relationship, and, like, he had to end up killing it to to feed himself to stay alive, and, like, so then now he's obsessed with it, and, like, so he tur- he's done it multiple times because you see the other bodies, like, in the pool that are dead, and, oh, it's just so fucked up. Yeah. Yeah, I can imagine. Yeah. I mean, it paints a pretty vivid picture. Sorry if that is a spoiler alert for anyone, but that's kind of an older movie. So. Yeah. Man, that was a really crazy that's one. That's a fucked up movie. Yeah. Um, I don't know. There's a lot. It's just, there's so many good ones. We could almost make this into like a whole entire season. Right. <laughs> just like really like going through the different genres. I mean, there's, really? there's been a lot of stuff that like, I don't know, was like, you know, I grew up with was really impactual. And especially, like, Robin Williams, Adam Sandler, um, you know, movies that I knew because they had a lot of, like, cussing and, like, me, like, sexual innuendos. My mom was going to hate him, but my dad didn't care. He knew I was watching them. <laughs> right. Yeah. All right. Well, I think that wraps it up for today. I guess, I mean, we're just going to have to stop at some point. Yeah, because we I just keep on going. On yeah. On and on and on. So, um, oh, um, I guess I did want to share this. Uh, we made um, Cajun Eggs Benedict today. Oh. Uh, which isn't like, I don't know, it's not the way that I initially made it or wanted to make it because I wanted to make it with polenta and I screwed it all up. So, but it turned out good. So normally I would use like andouille sausage for your protein for the eggs benedict. Um, but we just use regular English muffins and instead of, I didn't have andouille, but I did have jalapeno cheddar brats. Which is so good. Yeah. I just sliced those up and roasted them with some, um, onions and peppers and so that was kind of like the base and then you know our over easy egg because i don't know how to poach (laughs) (laughs) and then um kind of like a a cajun hollandaise on top which is just regular hollandaise you know you just um, temper your egg uh your uh, egg yolk and with a little butter and lemon juice and then um, i just put some cajun seasoning in there just a little bit and oh my god it was so good so good oh my gosh I actually was really surprised with it, so that's and I'm never going to turn down today. Eggs Benny. Oh, yeah, yeah, for sure. I think Eggs Benedict's probably, like, my number one favorite breakfast. Anyway, yeah. Yeah. So, anyway, yeah. So, um, we're going to try to be sharing that from time to time, either a recipe or a review at a place that we ate for lunch or brunch or whatever, so... It'll be, like, probably towards the end, which I think we already mentioned last episode. So. Yeah. Anyway, all right. I think that's it for today, guys. Yeah, thanks again for watching. <laughs>